0: Who
1: do you like in the next? Hey mate, are we still alive in the quad? Boy, you got any tips for the weekend? Welcome to Joey and Junior's Punters Club.
0: Hello and welcome to another edition of Joey and Junior's Punters Club powered by Bluebet on this Thursday afternoon, wet and cold in Melbourne as we speak. But it's an exciting time if you're a punter because we have the four day Flemington Carnival just around the corner kicking off Saturday in the Victoria Derby, can't wait for that. And uh, the man that's going to help me try and find a few winners for everyone is Mark Waugh. G'day, Junior. You always like this time of year. I know. Do you ever come down to Melbourne for the spring carnival yeah. or you generally just watch it from up uh, in New South Wales?
2: Uh, g'day, Joey, Charlie. Um, if we've got, we've had a few runners over the years. Obviously, we've been there when horses have run in the in the big race. We had a, a runner in the Melbourne Cup oh, many years ago, Martumi, actually ran fifth when the two Japanese horses ran one, two, Eye popper and pop rocker so and we've had a few other runners here and there but uh yeah love the carnival great days uh great weeks racing isn't it four four days basically in a week and you know what this one two three group ones on saturday and sydney's got uh of course the the golden eagle the 10 million dollar race which is the Mm. second uh, richest race uh just about on turf in the world so Great, uh, great racing. Hopefully the weather uh, stays okay. It's been a bit iffy for the cricket, but I know Flemington holds up really well. It's probably one of the best draining tracks in in the world, if not Australia, for sure. So it normally doesn't get too heavy down there, but uh, yeah, really looking forward to the racing on the weekend.
0: Yeah, we still will have some rain in Melbourne over the next 24, 48 hours. I think Mm. we're looking at that sort of soft range, maybe soft five, six six or seven, but uh, hopefully still enough to give everyone a chance, particularly on the first day at Flemington, as you said. But before we get into the races, Junior, we want to touch on the T20 World Cup. This is right in your wheelhouse, because there's a massive game tomorrow (laughs) night, Friday night, Australia v England in this T20 tournament. Both teams have already had a loss. England, uh, surprising losers to Ireland, Mm. and Australia really disappointing as well in their first game against New Zealand. So where does it leave us tomorrow? Can you give us a bit of a breakdown and who you think will win and maybe a suggested bet?
2: Well there's been plenty of upsets so far. You spoke about Ireland beating England. I think England would have won if the rain didn't come. Duckworth Lewis came into play there but it's interesting. Australia, I mean they've, they've played to one one lost one. Even the win against Sri Lanka I didn't think was very convincing. I think if Sri Lanka had their full quota of fast bowlers they, they might have even beaten us over there in Perth. I think we're pretty rusty again. We look really nervous. Uh, I'm just hoping our two worst games are out the way and Tomorrow night's game is, is do or die, I think, for, for both these teams. The loser of this game, I think, is going to struggle to get through in the group because I've got New Zealand going through. Uh, obviously they beat Australia. So I've got them going through. They had a washout, uh, yesterday. In a game they would have won, probably, against uh, Afghanistan. So that was a bit of a, a blow to New Zealand. But I, I see tomorrow night's game as almost a, a elimination final, a semi-final. The losers just probably goes home. So that's how big it is for both these teams. England uh, look a bit out of touch as well. So both these teams have looked nervous. So tomorrow night, it's do or die. So I'm thinking to, the shackles have come off um, and we're going to see a better game of cricket. Of course, there's a bit of rain forecast, so that could come into play again. So... That's not going to be ideal. But as it stands, if if we're looking at a, a full game, uh, Australia are favourites, uh, I think, around the $1.72 mark and England are $2. I think they should be closer together. But having said that, I'm going to tip Australia to beat England. I, I just think England's bowling looks a little bit iffy. Australia's bowling looks stronger. I think they've just got a, a too much reliance on Josh Butler, I think, uh, England at the top of the order. He's failed in both games so far, so he's probably due to make some runs. But I, I just think... Australia, the MCG, there, where there's going to be a bit of pace and carry. We've seen some seam um, bowling look really good in, in the games at the MCG with a bit of rain around. I think Australia's pace attack, whichever way they go, not sure what te- team they'll pick, but uh, I think we've got a better all round pace attack. So that's where I'm going to go with Australia to win tomorrow night uh, against uh, England. As far as sort of top run scorers, uh, we could take us in that game. I think David Warner's the one player, yeah, he actually hasn't made any runs yet. He's been a bit unlucky, but he's looked in really good touch. So I'm going to go with David Warner to be the top run scorer uh, in that game for Australia tomorrow night. So I think he's around $3.20, Charlie. Is that, is that right? You're spot on, Three twenty. Yeah, so that's where I'm going to go. I'm going to go Australia to win, not with a lot of confidence, but I think I'll just get the job done. And David Warner to be the top scorer. So that's that's what I'm thinking tomorrow night. But should be a great game at the MCG.
0: Yeah, it's a beautiful, just little entree on the Friday night in Melbourne into the races on the Saturday. And hopefully, Adam Zampa maybe yeah. back into the side as well. So he'll make a big difference. Yeah. And then we move on. Junior, we Mm. want to get a few winners for the weekend just to build a little bit of a bank to head into Melbourne Cup Day Tuesday and the rest of the week. (laughs) So before we get to the big races, the War Stable, Kim got a few Mm. runners going around uh, around New South Wales this weekend.
2: Yeah, we're due for a bit of luck too. um, We've we've had a bit of a a luckless run. So I'm hoping we get some winners over the next three or four days. We start actually today at Gosford uh, in race eight, a horse called the Bullring number five uh he's got a sneaky chance actually uh if he brings his best form to that race at gosford today he's probably a a nice little each way bet the bull ring so we'll start off with him today uh at gosford i think the favorite would be hard to beat in that race the uh horse called acidity um but we can run a good race there at gosford today then we'll go to saturday at rose hill uh the big day in sydney of course the tracks are soft six at the moment there's a few storms floating around I'd actually like a bit more rain for our our runners at uh, Rose Hill on Saturday Uh, so we go to the four pillars which is race nine and this is a half a million dollar race for benchmark 68 provincial and uh, midway trained horses We've got number 13, Bubba, uh, in this race. She's in really good form. She's very honest, um, but we've come up with barrier 20. We just can't draw a barrier in these big races, so that makes it very tough for for Bubba. We've got Tommy Berry to ride, but if she gets a bit of luck, she's probably a first four chance, so that's Bubba. If the track happened to get into the heavy range, that would uh, enhance her chances, but as it stands at the moment... She's racing well, but uh, in a field of 20 and you're drawn out in the car park, she will need a lot of luck. And then we go to race 10, and you wouldn't believe it. We've got French Bonnet resuming from a spell, and she's drawn 14 of 14. So two good barrier draws on Saturday at Rose Hill. Um, (laughs) She's going well. Uh, She's a nice mare, but uh, it's going to be tough out there, so she'll need some luck as well. So a bit of a disaster with the barriers at Rose Hill. But then we go to Newcastle on the Saturday as well, Uh, race five, number four, Wanga Wonder. This is an ex-Kiwi horse who has had one run for us uh, at Warwick Farm. She gets out to a, a bit more suitable trip on, on Saturday. So she can run a bit of a race, Wanga There's no prices out there, so that's race five, number four. Then we go to Goulburn on Sunday. Goulburn Cup down there, big race down at Goulburn, which is a nice big spacious track. We've just got the one, the one runner there, race four, number four, Lingui. So no no prices out there, but um, she can run a race for sure, sort of down in class. So they're our runners uh, for the weekend. So... Hopefully we can jag a winner or two uh, despite the bad barriers there, Joey.
0: Yeah, a bit unlucky, Junior, but we'll follow them and, and see how you go. Mm. But all of them suggested, maybe just a little each-way yep. flutter, so we'll keep an eye on that. Yep. Hey, we'll get the Derby Day. Yep. I'll kick us off because I actually got a feeling, yep, Junior, we're going to uh, sing from the same hymn book a little bit here. And when we have, this is just <laughs> for our listeners, when we've tipped the same horse, we're actually three from three because last week... We both like, well, you tipped Animo Mm -hmm. and Bella and I was right behind you there. I liked them both, backed them both, and they got up. And I think uh, we tipped another one a few weeks ago. It might have been Pulele as well that we both liked. And I've got a feeling Mm -hmm. we might be on the same page with a couple on Saturday. So I'll I'll kick us off. But race two in the Archer Stakes, 2,500 metre, group three. I like Realm of Flowers, this horse. It's just outside the Melbourne Cup (laughs) field. So it needs one to come out. And if it doesn't get the run, I think this is a nice little consolation for it because it's last start in the Metropolitan. I'm sure you're going to touch on it, Junior. Three wide Mm -hmm. the whole way. It was a terrific run. Uh, Loves the wet. I'm happy to take the odds. I think Barrier 13 is the only issue. If it can just slot in in the running lane, I think Mm -hmm. it's been building beautifully for this. So I like Realm of Flowers, race two,
1: number seven, Charlie. $6 to win, $2.25 to place.
0: Yeah, and then we go to race six, uh, the Coolmore down the straight at 1,200, group two. Number 15, In Secret, the Cummings-JMAC combination. That's form's terrific. I mean, second behind Zugotcha a few starts ago. And then it beat Best of Bordeaux, second in the Golden Rose, behind the flashing Jackano, who then went on into the Everest, where uh, In Secret's been kept fresh for this. Down the straight, I like it. I always like that Sydney form. I'm going to take race six, number 15, In Secret, the win.
1: In Secret's the favourite at $3.70, $1.70 to place.
0: Yeah, and then... Junior, I want to get your thoughts on this. But in race eight, I'm (laughs) going to back again because I'm going to back Ice Bath again because you tipped it and I backed it uh, in its last run there in Randwick. Mm. And what about that? Missed the kick by about four lengths. And and it loomed at the 200 like it was still going to actually present and it was like it was a chance to Mm. win. And I thought, surely not. And then as uh, it was entitled to just fade a little bit. But I want to back it again. 1,600 uh, at Flemington in a group one. It deserves... A Group One win, as you said last week. I mean, mm. only six weeks ago it ran second behind Animo over sixteen hundred. I just think if it just yeah. jumps with them and the way that it ran, I thought, you know what? At about twenty to one, I think it was yesterday when I looked, Charlie. But I'll get your price. I want to have a little bit on Ice Bath Race Eight Number One.
1: Well, people might be copying you because it's come in massively. It's now into thirteen dollars and four dollars really? to place. Yeah.
0: Wow, it was twenty dollars. I'm pretty sure at one stage. So.
2: Yeah, well, just on Ice Bath, look, it's been a favourite horse of mine, but I'm I just worried that they've been to the well too many times with Ice Bath. I, I just think when mares slightly go out of form and get a little bit sour, they don't produce their best. So right. I'm not with with Ice Bath this weekend, but having said that, it'd probably win because I've always been with it, but I, I just don't <laughs> think it's going as good. It's not going as good as it was, and just those little signs, missing the kick. Right. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm sort of off, off Ice Bath, but um, don't let me yep. turn you off it, Joey. You're um, you're a good judge, but uh, I, I, just when they lose bit of form those mares to me it just tells me they've had enough but anyway we'll see what happens it certainly does deserve a big race win because it's always there about thereabouts and, and seems to have uh, luckless sort of runs all the time yeah but um i'm with you on a couple of others though my, my two bets in melbourne are exactly the same as yours uh race two number seven realm of flowers i thought exactly the same thing now uh, this race over 2500 on the big track It's just a dour stayer, Realm of Flowers. It always puts in or It's so tough and it will keep finding the line. Barrier 13 is a bit of a worry from the 2,500 metre start. It's not a very long run to the winning post and and then you start to corner. So if you can get a bit of luck, um, I think each way it's a go, Realm of Flowers in race two. So I'm with you there. And I'm also with you in race six, the Coolmore Stud Stakes, the group one, number 15 in secret. Um, it's runs have been fantastic. It's so consistent. It's, it just keeps raising the bar, this, uh, this horse. I didn't think it was up to sort of group class originally, but, uh, it never runs a bad race. I think Jack and O is one of the, the main dangers. Uh, it's, I think it's around $6 Jack and O down the straight. It was an excellent run in the Everest. Uh, and there wasn't much between them the start before they ran one, two, I think, uh, in Sydney. There wasn't much between them there at all. So, yeah, I'm just going to go with In Secret because I think this is a real target race for for In Secret. So we'll go with In Secret as well. So we're exactly the same there. And then we'll go to Sydney at Rose Hill. And I've just got a couple of bets there. It's a tough day's racing, some big fields. Um, I'm going to go race three, number four. The Chris Waller-trained Waterford. Uh, this horse didn't have much luck in the Silver Silver Eagle last start. Um, it was sort of buried away back in the field. It needs to get to the outside. It's it's down in class. I think it's got a bit of quality, this horse. It's won three from five Waterford, so I'm going to go with it to win. Raceway number four. Charlie, can you give me about $10 there, mate? What <laughs> do you got for us? I, I
1: wish. It's only
2: $2.30, <laughs> I'm afraid. two thirty. okay. We'll go with it to win. And then we'll go to the Nature Strip Stakes, which is uh, pretty much uh, a rerun of the Everest, probably apart from actually Nature Strip. So you got Lost and Running, who's coming back from that little hiccup where it had the skin infection and was unfortunately scratched uh, uh, from the Everest. you got horses like Marzu, uh, Private Eye, all those horses that ran excellent races, uh, in the Everest, but I'm going to go with the favourite, Lost and Running. I was tipping it strongly in the Everest, so it's yep. a bit hard to drop off it now. I know it had a week off and wouldn't have done a lot of work, but a barrier trial last week, so John O'Shea would have it right ready to go on Saturday. So I'm going to tip uh, Lost and Running in the Nature Strip Stakes, and I, I assume it's favourite, Charlie? Yeah, it is favourite at $2.60. Okay, so they're the two win bets uh, at Rose Hill. So that's what we got. I think we can jag a winner or two out of all those tips for sure.
0: I hope so. Fair fingers crossed. We're mm. on the same page, too. As we said, we've had a good run. We've been yeah. on the same page. Just a quick uh, preview to the Melbourne Cup, because next time we speak, it'll be next Thursday before uh, Oaks Day. But just uh, any thoughts on the, the Melbourne Cup, because we're just going to have a little bit of a projection. I've got uh, yep. a couple of contacts who know a bit more than me about racing, particularly overseas, and they are a big rap for this Deville legend, the favourite. I think it's mm-hmm. been back in from $7 to $5, so... Um, it, it's short, but it's a bit of a, a weak feel. There's not too many Aussie horses that are jumping off the page. And maybe these internationals, as we sometimes expect, are just better. And the one that stands out mm. with Deville Ledger, its last start over 2,400 at Group 2 overseas, it beat Al Bogodon by four and a half lengths. Now, Al Bogodon's yeah. come out and run a terrific race in the Cox plate. So maybe that form does stack up. And that is certainly the one that uh, I'll be throwing in. But the one I like from a. A bit more closer to home. I don't mind Gold Trip at the value. I think we'll get Charlie's odds in a minute. But it was a huge run in the Caulfield Cup. It was just beaten by the better run and the better ride from Durston. And then no room and was held up in the Cox plate. So you can almost forget that. I just think they rate this horse really highly and they think that they can get a group one and I just think it'll handle the wet. I think maybe it'll get to 3,200 and maybe it's an each way bet, Charlie. Gold trip for me is the one I might be having a little bit on come Tuesday.
1: $15 to win on Bluebet and $4.50 to place. And yet you were right yeah. about Deville Legend, uh, $5 to win.
2: Look, I, I've, I've actually got no idea about <laughs> this, uh, this Melbourne Cup. To me, it looks the weakest Melbourne Cup depth-wise I've seen for quite a while. Unfortunately, Durston come out this morning. Um, didn't pass the, the 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 scans, the Victorian Racing scan, so it's out. So, um, look, I don't know much about the overseas horses. They had the market, though, don't they? Dover Legend and Loft. I'm not sure if Dover Legend has it won over two miles. Joey, does, is, no, it hasn't raced. Over. It, it's the only.
0: It's the only risk. It hasn't run yeah. beyond 2400. So that's the that's the concern.
2: Yep. Well, I don't like that. I like um, there's a big difference between 2400 and, and two miles. It's a different pain barrier. So, look without going into detail, uh, the one horse who completely lost form after winning the Melbourne Cup a few years ago is Vow and Declare. Uh, it, it was totally out of form, but I note this prep. It's it's found a bit of form. You know, it's run a third, a fifth, and a sixth, uh, and its runs have been good. And uh, I, I think you know it's going to run two miles. It's a proven stayer. I think it's around the $17, Mark Charlie. What, what price is Val and Declare in the, in the early markets for the Melbourne Cup?
1: Yep, $17 to win, $5 to place.
2: Yeah. So without going into the form and knowing a great deal about these overseas horses, I'll have a look uh, closer to, to race day. But I, I would think Val and Declare uh, from the Australian point of view uh, in what looks looks a really thin Melbourne Cup. You got Montefilia at $13, who's hasn't uh, he's untried past 2,400. Gold Trip. Yeah, he's a good genuine class horse uh, at fifteen dollars. A, the Ed Cummings trained at seventeen dollars. Uh, but I, I, I'm just going to go with the tough two mile Vow and Declare to find a bit of form and, and run a good race.
0: Yeah, very good. Well, we'll see how we go. Long way out, and we'll uh, we'll we'll sort of review the yeah, Melbourne right. Cup. It's not that long day next. No, nah, that's right. Yeah,
2: next It's week. all a
1: lottery hey, anyway, I've... isn't it? You just got to. I just pick a name I like the look of for the Melbourne Cup. Just yeah, that's what a lot of
0: people do. Oh. A lot of people do that, Charlie. If you've got your own little omen numbers you are, or right, omen, names. You might as well go for it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, let's finish the show <laughs> with a team multi. Let's All see right. if we can jag one on this derby day weekend. How'd
2: how we go last week? I know I kicked I, things off as of Zimbabwe getting the cash. I, what I cost happened? us
0: the Brisbane. I took the Brisbane bullets as the outsiders in the basketball. They got beaten by a point. That was for me the one that cost us because the other two oh, leagues. What? I'm pretty sure we got. home. Yeah, Owen you, got up because he. I just Owen saw him got before.
1: Got he had
2: his chest. i on the
0: place. Yeah, he yeah. had Al Boggart on the place. And you took right. Junior. Yeah.
2: Zimbabwe uh, to beat uh, yes. Scotland, I think, at $1.70, yeah, $1. $1.60. And something. unfortunately, the Brisbane one. Bullets Jeez, should have had stiff, their first then.
0: win. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, Apologies stiff. for that. All right. But I reckon we'll get it this week. I've okay. got a great feeling we'll get this one. So I'm going <laughs> to kick it off. I'm going to go up the NBL again. I've been doing all the... The form and the prep, tomorrow night, Friday night, the Adelaide 36ers are playing New Zealand. The 36ers are one of the hot teams. They've got all this class and talent on their side. They'll beat New Zealand. I'm going to take them to cover the line. It's minus six and a half, I think, Charlie, the line. Adelaide 36ers in the NBL. Friday night is my leg of our same game multi. Same team multi, I should say.
1: Beautiful. Yep, it is six and a half, $1.88 on Bluebet. Righto, Charlie.
0: Sounds you cool. want well, to go you next? You go next,
1: Charlie. Right, you I'll, go next. I'll go next. You, you, you can open the batting. Um, I'll open the batting. And I'll, I will actually go to cricket. Speaking of batting, and I know you're tipping Australia, Junior, but I'm going to tip England to beat Australia. They've just been embarrassed by Ireland, so they're probably really fired up. And $2 is pretty juicy odds when they just did quite well against them in that uh, series before the tournament. Mm-hmm. So I'll take them at that.
2: Well, it's not the stupidest bet you've ever done, Charlie. Um, no, it's definitely, <laughs> definitely got a chance. Definitely got a chance in a two-horse race. Yeah. Yep. Um, where's your loyalty, mate? Going no, out no, the I know. Well, I was born in England. so you're not English heritage, are you? No, I was born in oh, England. You're born... I thought you yeah. had a little pommy little tone to your, to your voice yeah yeah so i love
1: seeing the australians lose so come on england
2: where were you born charlie uh, what, uh, Redding, what, what county were you which born is like in? south Redding.
1: of london yeah so i lived yeah, there till i was like yeah, five okay. and that's why i've kind of lost the accent but all right you know still still holding dear yeah, to my heart <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right well I'm, I'm going to the cricket my 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 uh multi is a bit left field and i think it's good odds actually so i was just looking for a bit of value and they're betting on the team to hit the most sixes in the Australian-England game, and the prices are Australia 2.10, England 2.10, and the draw 6.50. So with the possibility of a shortened game, um, I'm, I'm going with uh, the draw. So mm. equal equal amount of sixes uh, both teams are going to hit, or it could be no sixes. Neither team could mm. hit a six, wow. or they could hit the same amount. So it's $6.50, so I just think, let, let's roll the dice. Let's go. Both teams hit the same amount of sixes uh, at the MCG tomorrow night. There you go.
1: I like it. It's paying $6.50, so that's really boosts up the multi. And this week we've got it at
2: $24.44. Right,
0: eh? Hey, there we go. There I go. like it. Well done. Hey, well done to you, Junior. Good luck this weekend. We'll touch base again next week. Good luck to you, Charlie, yep. and good luck to all our listeners that are going to have a punt this weekend. I hope you enjoy your weekend. Of course, gamble responsibly. Hopefully we get a few winners and we'll be back to look at next week and review the Melbourne Cup weekend all on the show next week. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of Joey and Junior's Punters Club powered by Bluebet.